Let's hit it. Beat down podcast. Trigger warning. I gave you fair warning. Beware. Just so you know, you might hear something you might not like. Music back in the day. I gave you fair warning. Beware. It was something different than it is today. So you might hear words that might offend you today. No malice or forethought put into this on the podcast. That's why you're getting this trigger warning. Right, so let's get into it today. What's happening? What's happening? Vaughn Joseph here, joined by Dr. Chima, Mr. Uwe, and a very, very special guest. We got Lindsay, piano player. She's an actress. She's from Canada. I'm doing freestyle. <laughs> anyway, I ain't here to rap. We're going to talk about uh, music. We're going to talk about some news, maybe. I don't know what kind of time we got. Superman being bisexual. Uh, Alec Baldwin killing people on set. Who knows what we're going to talk about today. We got listener beats today. Thank you guys, you producers out there. Don't forget to keep sending us your beats at music at v3tv.uk. So we're going to have a beat battle um, with some submitted beats. I got Joey Badass today. We've got um, uh, Master Ace. So that's for, yeah, see, that was for Mr. Uwee, whose face just lit up just there. Um, who else do we got today? We got The Roots. I got The Roots today. So let's just get into it. So um, you know what, what's, 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 what's happening. Joined by the doctor up there on the Afro side of the game. And we got uh, Mr. Uwee, as always. And we got our special guest, Miss Lindsay. Lindsay Drew. I'm gonna start calling her Nancy Drew just because that's just what I like to do. I give everybody a nickname. If she doesn't have a drop, she's like me. We I'll don't have it. drops. We're yeah. just we're just on the outline side of the game, the outliers. So welcome to the podcast. Thank, Thank you for uh, showing up, everybody. Hope everyone's having a fabulous week to this point. Um, so what are we talking about before we get into the beats? Because we're on a time schedule today. We've got exactly 39 minutes to get this action in. So we're going to have to keep this a nice, tight, succinct show, which is the way that I like it. We got Superman comes out as a bisexual in the latest DC Comics iteration. Or we can talk about Alec Baldwin blasting somebody on set and killing somebody inadvertently, obviously. Um, I know Dr. Chima is itching to talk about Captain Kirk, William Shatner going into outer space. That's, that's all. And he's, he's, he's even got the setup. He's even got the, the planet Earth behind him today. Uh, TikTok, people popping their hair out, scalp popping. Speak to him. Speak on it, guys. What are we doing? Bad. Bad. Which topic appeals to everybody I, I, I most? To, <laughs> I wanted to congratulate you on an awesome new intro, bro. That was fun. What? Like, what possessed you? What? What beat is that, by the way? Oh, the trigger warning. Oh, yeah, that's oh, big pun. Well, wait, I should have let I should have let Lindsay say because I bet you she probably knew. And <laughs> let me let me explain something to you before we even start the podcast. Let me go to speaker view so I'm on screen so you guys can make sure you know what's up. So I got a I got a, a message. Somebody sent me a DM. And they're like, how come there's always just guys on the show? Y'all had a, a woman on there once and she ain't been <laughs> on there since. <laughs> so I was like, all right, fair enough. Right. OK. 
it's hard to find a woman to come on the show that wants to talk about beats and all this stuff. So I generally don't, it's not what's up. So I meet this young woman. She's an actress from Canada and she's living in London now. And she wanted to talk about acting and we're sitting and we're talking and started talking about the podcast. And then she mentioned Dilla and I was like, wait, <laughs> what did you just say? She's, and then she started talking about slum village and shit. Cause I was from Detroit and she, and she just threw that out there. And I was like, okay, yeah. So what are you doing on my fucking Thursday? <laughs> so you need to come on. So I wasn't expecting that shit to come out of her mouth. So she's yeah. already got instant credibility in my book. And there she is. Um, I think we lost, we lost our guy 43 minutes early. He's already gone. He's like, I gotta go. I ain't waiting on them. So uh, hopefully Mr. Uwe will make a uh, triumphant return. He's normally on the seatbelt side of the game, working from the car. So, um, do, you, do you know what I found interesting? And I don't know if you came across this today, <clears throat> which unfortunately is not in the list of topics you've listed. Um, I woke up this morning, and like uh, most mornings, one of the first things I saw was that Will Smith was uh, trending on Twitter. Did you see this? <laughs> I just saw it like 15 minutes before the show. Will Smith is trending on Twitter and, and, and it's funny whenever something's trending on Twitter and then I have to then figure out why something is trending on Twitter. It's not always easy to figure it out, right? Because you click on the trend and there'll be lots of like random posts that are not related to why the person's trending, you know, obviously when it's uh, like a megastar like uh, Will Smith. But uh, so the long and short of it is there's been another, is it Red Table? Yeah. Is that what it's called? I think that's what it's called. Him and his wife. I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but yeah. Where um, his wife, <laughs> once again, um, seems to be throwing Will under, under the bus. Now, when I say seems to be, when I actually tried to find what she actually said, I didn't see anything that um controversial it was like you know when you're in a relationship it's hard to keep the flame alive that long which is just normal and you know that's just normal that goes without saying but the way it's been portrayed on online you know it, even so much that i don't know if you saw will will is like the only celebrity i follow on instagram he posted some video of um someone sending him a message about this because, you know, like a little while ago, he posted that picture of him being fat and, and like the, the whole the whole thing now is him getting into shape. And he posted this like voice note where he was like, yeah, yeah. Tell YouTube um, they can uh, they can have their money back. I don't want to put this out. And it sounds like he's almost crying on the voice note. All of the comments on this post were like, yo, Will, you need to tell Jada to shut the fuck up. Do you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want someone to tell me what the fuck is going on. You know what I'm saying? Does it, does anyone know? I think this is probably spillover and I don't know, but I'm just get, I'm speculating from the entanglement from what was that two, was that two years ago now? Mm. And from what I saw really quick while I was trying to find the, the, the Bootsy badass little Nas X bit that I wanted to talk about. Um, and, and Nas X dragging uh, or trolling uh, Bootsy was that she was saying, well, we're not having troubles in the bedroom. And like you said, you know, things, things go south sometimes over time. I don't know if anything's really going on that we're going to know about just yet. I think something 
the thing that the way that things work in my understanding in Hollywood with these these elite celebrities is you've got these celebrities and then right underneath them, you've got their PAs and you got producers and you got lawyers, et cetera. And then you've got us underneath all that. Right. So in the middle, those people know stuff about those people at the top. So once those people in the middle, let the people at the top know that they know some shit and they're about to let the people at the bottom know they go at the top, they go into damage control. So what we're seeing is them blanketing or in my opinion trying to cover something that's potentially about to come out or they're trying to get in front of it so that it doesn't get a chance to come out and if it does they're like well you know we're living our truth so whatever this but this whole relationship that um and again i've only seen excerpts where it's like will's like convincing himself that I, like I said, obviously, I have no idea about their relationship. I don't watch The Red Table. I'm not interested in any of that shit. But I just find it interesting that in bits I've seen, he's trying to like almost paint the, the fact that they have this kind of open relationship as, as a sign of unconditional love. When the way it comes across is not, I mean, obviously, no one knows the the reality of the relationship between him and her. Um, but it's just like, because Will Smith, if you look at his public persona, it's just so pure, right? And then to contrast that with actually the shady situation, <laughs> shady situation that seems to be going on, and even it even extends into. Um, what's her name? The daughter is it Willow? Yeah. yeah, where she came out like a while ago and was like advocating for what was it, Polly Amory or whatever, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it almost sounds like some like weird like Hollywood sex cult. And this is Will Smith. This is Will Smith. He's the PG of the PG. He's the rapper who doesn't have to swear to sell records. Yeah. Oh, this so spiritual and everything too. He puts out so many things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like go towards your dreams, and this is what I think about this. And yeah, he's he's very cool. I'm just reading up on this now. I don't know anything. I don't really read up on celebrity stuff, but no, you're he's right. Talking we... about the open relationship. How yeah. many how many times do we see somebody like I think it was Bishop T D Jakes, who is just hammering the gay people just you know god doesn't want you to do this and raw and then he comes out he's gay yeah yeah exactly exactly you know what I'm like, so <laughs> that's what i'm saying like with, with, with will smith that puts me on edge with him as well like i said he's the only he's the only celebrity i follow on instagram so obviously i i'm a will smith fan but this kind of image that he's he's um cultivated for himself I'm starting to think it's a complete lie. I mean, I always felt like no one is that positive all the time. You know what I mean? Like, we, we do put our best behavior forward, don't we? And we try and, and if anything, if you want to, if you are in, an influential person before social media, I mean, by terminology, um, then we, we want to lead by example, right? So just like your parenting skills will come into play, i.e. your behavior, your attitude, you'd, 
you'd have a filter in front of kids, right? So maybe he's do he's been doing that his whole life, man. And you know, you know what the agencies try and do? They try and paint you in image for the masses, regardless of who you are. It's a byproduct of what he's telling, isn't it? And maybe people, he's changed though. Maybe he's changed because we're be we talking about this with like LL, like people LL. Hey, hey, what are you saying about LL? <laughs> what lip lick lip liquor? <laughs> I mean, your experience has changed. Will might have come out of Philly as this nice wholesome guy, got his little TV show, got his little bubblegum hip hop money is the game would say about you know that kind of hip hop. But how he's got some classics, by the way. No, no, I'm not questioning that. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of his music, all right, or or at least his. I'm a fan of a very small percentage of his music. Work, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but my point is, he Hollywood will change you up, man. Hollywood will make you a different person. Like you have no idea. I've got a closet full of clothes that you will probably almost never see me in just from when I lived in LA. Like I've got belt buckles over here that cost like $200. Who the fuck has a $200 belt buckle? I was yeah. like, I'm out here trying to look the part cause I'm out here with these people. And if you got on skulls on your shirt and this season is crosses, they're like, I know he ain't got on a shirt that's got skulls on this season. You Hollywood. And that's like such a microscopic level. Like Hollywood, once you're like at that level, I can't even imagine what, what people like that are going through every single day, every day. So intense. So intense. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if hopefully this guy doesn't hear me, but he's quite an elderly colleague, right? And he's really, like, killing the team, and I'm trying to keep the motivation going, but he's hella grumpy, bro, and not solution-based, just keeps bringing problems to the table. So I'm a product manager by day, and um, and, like, my man's like raising issues like it's a p1 so like a priority one issue and we're just like look that's when everything get that's like a serious problem like you can't be just scaring people like that and you know how people are like they're reactive so rather than like uh addressing a situation you'll end up uh you know mirroring the same thing so like i say that to kind of just say he like is he getting old? He might look great, but mentally, is he getting old? Is that what you're saying? 30 years in the game, maybe. I'm just saying that. Maybe a little less. Um, well, maybe it's 30 years in the game. Who knows? He's, he's been at it it's for a while. It's definitely longer than 30 years in the game. I was in graduating high school yeah. years ago, and he was already doing parents. Oh, yeah. understand probably five years before that. So Yeah, he started in the 80s. Yeah, and I guess all that entanglement stuff must have exhausted him as well, you know? (laughs) So... I think the entanglement... Or do we feel cheated? He just... It just... People knew. People know. In Hollywood, people know that shit, bro. They know that kind of stuff. It's just a matter of... You know how you watch these movies or these TV shows? And, and like, say, like... What is that show that I used to like to watch? Um, Damn, she was the Secretary of State. Anyway, um, I think it was Madam Secretary. I think that's what it was called. And they would go through all these government officials and they were showing you what the ins and outs were of the United States government and their involvement and their interactions with other governments and ambassadors and stuff. And if you want something, they have to go to the Saudi ambassador and say, hey, well, we'll give you money to build this if you do that. And that's how it works in Hollywood a lot of the times. So... Again, 
people probably had something over him. Same thing with Bill Cosby. You think them people weren't just had all that information for decades about him fucking up. They had that information. People knew that he was doing stuff. And then finally, Bill's like, you know what? I'm not playing ball with you guys anymore. Like you said, he got old, he got elderly, and he's just like, now. And then they said, okay, guess what Bill Cosby did, everybody? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, trouble, trouble. trouble. So I think that's where Will is right now. Will's at a point where he's just like. Yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like, cool, no judgment, whatever your situation, but it kind of grates on me when people are trying to give people life advice. When like, there's just fuck it. Like, what are you, like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, uh, you know, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. He's always trying to say, live your life like this, live your life like that, blah, blah, blah. Like always on some mad one. Next thing you find out, he's like addicted to diazepam and like been admitted to hospital because he's had a nervous breakdown. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, it's like, have some hu hu humility have some humility you know what i'm saying in 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 the way you present your ideas to the world because these people have fans will smith have has fans jordan peterson has fans people who are blindly following yeah fan you, you put your hand up yeah fan as a fan I'm a fan of his lecture. Of, of who? Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson, yes. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm trying to say, like, sometimes he makes a good point, all right? Sometimes it, <laughs> sometimes he makes a good point. But, like, you know, like, I've seen him talk, and I, I, we're talking about Jordan Peterson now, I guess. <laughs> like, there's a lot of shit. He's, 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 he, I would put him in a category of professional troll to a certain extent. All right, can we do that on a whole show? <laughs> <laughs> what's he saying? What's he saying now? What What is he saying? Um, recently, anyway, I've not seen him hit the heights that he did previously. Yeah, because he took some time off. I mean, he yeah, because he was fucked up. He was going through withdrawal. You know, he's going through, going through. The, he was going through it. Although to be fair, I, I heard his was his wife unwell. His wife was in the hospital. She was sick. His daughter was. His whole family was going through. The is his wife okay now? She is all right now. Yeah, oh, that's good. That's good. So no, I hear you. I mean, and and there was there's a guy on Instagram. I, I can't remember his name. Um, Derek something. He was on Instagram, huge Instagram following, and he was always on Instagram telling men or at least telling women about how bad their men were and how their man should be this. And don't be with a man if he's that. And, you know, and telling men you should be like this. And all the while he was cheating the whole time on his woman. And <laughs> the whole time. And then he brings his woman out on, you know, Instagram and parades her out and, you know, trying to and just made her look bad and himself look worse. So I don't know, whatever that, I mean, you're right. It's, people do that, but we'll see what happens with, with good old Will. I did want to talk about Facebook um, changing their name in the metaverse, but I don't know if we'll have time to get into that because we only have 23 minutes until Mr. Uwey has to shoot off for once. He's keeping us to a timetable, which I appreciate mucho. Um, have you guys seen, can we touch on it really quickly? Because I don't think it's going to take us 20 minutes to go into the beats. Have you seen this metaverse concept? Anybody? My, my brief That's understanding strong. of it is, is it just really using augmented reality to kind of, kind of 
see the internet in a 4D experience? Is that what it is? Like you're a bit more tapped into the... Kind of. Do you, do you remember Ready Player One, the movie? Did you see Ready Player One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a lot like that, basically. So, yeah. I think our lives are going to be, not entirely, but... No, I'm definitely going to get fat. Moving. Because I feel like we're just going to be experiencing the world from our sofa again, but more reasons not to leave because it's got us feeling like we're there. <laughs> so. I don't know. I don't... I disagree. I just think that people have you know, we've had enough of that in lockdown and I'm sure. hoping I know I have. That yeah, I'm hoping that the the bulk of people will be you know, that's nice, that's cool for maybe an experience here and there, but we we wanna be out in the world. We're happiest when we're out talking to other people, when we're actually doing, you know, yoga in a class with a teacher and not pretending, always pretending that we're there or like you know, tricking ourselves into thinking that we're there. I think. I think that's us. Yeah. Sorry, can continue, but I was just going to say that I feel like there would be a divide. But you were saying something about humanity. Well, yeah, just humanity. We're we're wired to want to interact naturally with people, and all of these things are really beneficial. But are they bringing us closer to? who we are as, as people and is it is it helping the you know the greater good of everything I, i'm not sure i mean everybody's different everybody will have a different response to that sort of thing and if you're naturally lazy and don't really care to get out and do stuff then maybe it's great exactly but, and i feel like there's a big population who are like that or have become that and mm -hmm. if you're not accepting of growth or uncomfortable with certain environments enough to make the change you want to see, then um, then I feel like you're going to either fall short of it or welcome it anyway, mm -hmm. um, consciously or subconsciously. And it is quite alarming, especially with like when you're shaping yourself or let, let's say you're growing up and maturing and or, you know, impressionable people. They're the ones that I feel like are going to be the biggest one, the vulnerability. Um, again, maybe if we're talking about... Uh, young people if we will and then then it is it a duty of a parent to kind of be like hey let's go outside and play catch or... yeah yeah exactly <laughs> well not and catch not really the dogs doing solitaire on our phones or video games i mean i never played video games in my life but they're they're super popular right that's that's what you do and the two just fall here are definitely gamers that's not their reality, though. I think I think we're looking at it from our perspective as people. Um, I'm just guessing, but over 30, right? Mm -hmm. I, I think that we see our lives have been that, and we come from a background that is go out, go outside and play. You know, we didn't grow up with iPads. You know, the the, the iPod is only 20 years old. Okay, so we didn't grow up with iPods. <laughs> that shit's kind of relatively new in the grand scheme of things. So I think it'll be great to an extent, but like anything, it, it potentially can be abused. But um, I think the younger people that are coming up now, Facebook just dumped like $10 billion into this metaverse. That's a lot of money. 10 billion with a B that's like a national debt. They could like wipe out the debt of like 30% of the countries yeah. on the planet with that money. But so I think the younger people, the people that are under like 
10, they're going to swallow it whole. And Facebook is just going to reap the rewards in 10, 20 years from now when they're our age. And it's just, it's grown exponentially where it's become what the internet is now. And the internet now is just like this, just waiting to explode. Whereas before it was just, you know, stupid chat rooms and, you know, you go online and you try to find something and then you get all these stupid pop-ups and you had to put a disc into a thing and wait three days for it to load. So I don't know. We'll just have to see what happens. Yeah, I agree. I think the internet is on its, there's something that needs to happen at this point because I saw something recently, just a meme that the internet isn't cool anymore. Like it's, <laughs> the, people need something else now. It's just, um, but I, mean, I, I think, think those that have been using it need something else. And then there's a, there's a level behind where those that have been forced into it now are, are obviously probably utilizing it. But what, being at- what else do they need? I don't understand. What else do they need? It's just like anything. I don't. If you're not really wholesome in your life, I think nothing is never fulfilling, and that's where that chase is. Perhaps I, I don't know. I can't talk. I'm not talking from experience in that way, but I'm just trying to see where the pitfalls are of of this. Obviously, there's benefits to it too. But I mean, how long can you be on it? I mean, when you like look at 3D or like 3D gaming, Nintendo had one, didn't they? And they used to say there's they put a cap on that playtime. So is there going to be a cap on this so-called internet because your eyes might melt? You know, if you got, are you putting on an Oculus or something like that? I know you won't, Chima. No, but, Chima, um, Chima uses a cocktail napkin at his house. He hasn't even taken it out of the box. Well, you know, human, human beings can't even deal with VR that well anyway. That's why it's yeah. not exploded the way it's, everyone was like, oh, VR is going to be the future of gaming. No one fucking plays VR. You know what I'm saying? Like literally yeah. no one. So that's why I'm like curious, like where, what, what is it going to be this metaverse? Obviously, I'm not as adversed in in on the topic to know what length it is, but is it going to be something like VR? Is it going to be something? You can go. I can go to. I can go to the pyramids in Egypt, right, and not leave the house. So I think what we're thinking, what we're thinking, we're thinking from. Think about Oculus, right? Facebook put this Oculus out and that's a goggle and, and, and Samsung makes a goggle, all these goggles. So that's the thing. Now, what happens when houses and rooms are now uh, retrofitted with these holodecks like you saw in Star Trek, okay? You don't put the goggles on your face anymore. The room is the goggle now. You can afford that if they can make that affordable where it's basically even if it's just a corner of a room. So I've got two walls here that come together. If I look this way at the corner of this room, my field of vision is this and everything within my field of vision is now this screen. So I can go to the pyramids. I can go wherever I want to go and not have to leave the house. And I'm not putting on any goggle. It's just these panels that when i did that samsung commercial that fucking tv was like 80 some odd inches it was a tv and it was big as my wall and it looked amazing okay it looked ridiculous and it folded down into the fucking entertainment system that was only like two feet tall and it looked amazing okay we did a whole house i'm probably not even supposed to be saying this actually i'm not so I'm going to have to delete all this shit out because it ain't out yet. But <laughs> trust me, the shit is out there. I saw some shit. I was playing with stuff that I was like, I can't believe they're getting ready to launch a whole house 
of just Samsung stuff. That you, is amazing. Well, what, for the for one bit where you need to cut out one bit we could use as a reference is reference is when I used to work with like Google and we used to have these Don't uh, start giving me more shit I gotta edit out. God damn it. Well can we not talk about those? Because it's already released. Oh yeah the Google shit. Yeah go for it. Yeah yeah so I just thought since you're cutting one bit out maybe we can use this as a reference. But uh when we used to have a kind of Google experience zone if you will uh, when I used to work with them, uh, we had these cameras like within the home space. We created a home space and you have all these little cameras and then it kind of reacted to your movement on the big ass 80 inch screen that we had. But it wasn't just one. It was those pixels that you connect together. So um, so it's a little bit dated, the tech, but, you know, digital graffiti, doing graffiti with a, with a spray can that isn't necessarily a spray can. It's made out of a raspberry Pi. But, you know, it, it's, that was like a concept. And it was bloody cool. And it's just how affordable can you make it is is where where it comes back to what you said. So once that becomes a bit more, you know, should I say cheaper, like yeah. computers did. Remember 512 MB? They used to carry it around with a forklift or like a on a trolley. I remember seeing it in a black and white picture somewhere. And now what we're getting, we're getting like terabytes in like the space yeah, right. of the size of a yeah. Is the metaverse pre-ejaculated is it is it too too early have, have we got everything we need it's not practical in my eyes because it, is it affordable once it's affordable then it's for the masses so are you gonna have like an elite group it'll be affordable. it'll be it'll be affordable sorry to cut you out because we really run out of time um yeah, it'll yeah. be affordable because facebook just dumped 10 billion dollars into it okay facebook is trying to corner the market i'm speculating and they're doing what they've already done with their social media platform so if facebook goes in there as the biggest bitch in the whole fucking planet and they own the metaverse more or less facebook is a site that runs off of its advertising right so now the advertisers are going to come and they're going to want to sell in the metaverse so if i'm at the pyramids then up pops chima anya's new cd screen thing you know pops up out of the ground and i'm like oh what fuck's this then i can virtually click that Right. I can virtually click that. And now I'm at Chima Anya's fucking metaverse page. And, and, and here's Chima on stage singing his fucking shit. And there's a crowd and, you know, and you can buy his album and I don't even have to leave my sofa. Right. So Amazon, I've got a friend who's a producer at Amazon and this I'm telling I'm telling him, I'm like, what would it be like if I'm watching a film? Right. And I don't know where the actor on the screen is wearing a watch that I like. And I want to buy that watch. Wouldn't it be cool if Amazon popped up a link of that watch on the screen where I could then buy that watch or buy the whatever it is on the screen that I'm seeing in a film? And he's like, bro, we're already working on that. So I was like, all right, I already know that shit like that's coming. So that's how I see that it's going to happen. Can I, can I just say something? Hit it. I feel like and this is a classic quote, right? We always overestimate the power of technology, a technological advancement in the short term. And we always underestimate its effect in the long term. So that's why I think this shit, if it works out, will just end up basically being like the matrix. And it's not a fucking good thing at all if they fucking pull it off that's how, i agree that, with you they're pulling that, it off that's how i feel 
Because yeah, I, 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 I already look at baby metaverses because baby metaverses already exist. It's essentially the metaverse is you walking around in a, in a digital world, a digital version of yourself. Right. Right. That already exists with these video games and these loot boxes. Fortnite does that shit. Yeah, where people are buying, spending real money on imaginary fucking... The shit doesn't even make you more powerful. Well, sometimes it doesn't make you more powerful. But it just changed the way you look in the metaverse. And people will spend their real money. But that's what I'm saying. It's the younger generation that eats this up. They're bored with what we've got. This is cool to us because we came from nothing. They hate that shit too, though. They hate that shit too. I'm talking ten year old kids. They're gonna they're they're gonna see this when they when they see us. I I feel this way sometimes. I was just telling somebody this maybe yesterday, day before. When I look around at all this shit and I've got all these wires and shit everywhere, it feels very primitive to me. Like I know that this could be streamlined. This like this is a mess to me. And somebody smarter than me should. No, but it still can't though. It still can. And when I play my PlayStation now, I I don't put it on. The router. I don't put on a wireless router. I get my Ethernet cable. The same. You know what I'm saying? So and this, is, this is 2021. Ah, we got to get to these beats. This is a great <laughs> conversation. I'm really sorry we got to cut it. We'll finish this on the next pod. Please come back, Lindsay, with this one because I I, I want to hear your opinions <laughs> on this. So we got to get into these beats. If you're listening on speaker on your phone or whatever, you know what time it is. Time to put your headphones on. Bring that beat back, Bring man. That beat back. So we got um, we got the roots. Last week we did Royce Royce, and I did I came up with this roots beat, and I I couldn't find anything to put up against it, so I went roots roots. So we'll decide on root. So and we're going to do roots roots, and then I've got listeners. Um, beats as well should we do the roots first or should we do the viewer beats first uh viewer viewer beats viewer beats come on man viewer beats all right we're gonna show some love to the viewers uh this first one is oh man i'm really trash and not having this up in front of me i'm really sorry (laughs) the first producer's name is nuclear and the second one is loaded and these two beats came from viewers out there um their link is below you guys if you want to get your hands on these beats you can hit them up on instagram they'll be on the they'll be attached here as well this one's nuclear this is nuclear. just like she said for me bro i think we get the idea though yeah yeah it's a bit repetitive that one i was gonna say it's not progressive but um (laughs) 
All right, I'll start. I'll start while this one fades out for the next 45 seconds. The first one really didn't have much. I like the way it started. I thought it was going somewhere. I mean, it would be good for... Uh, it kind of felt like it was like a movie trailer soundtrack beat or something. This one I kind of like more for... Uh, lounging on the beach or something like that, I guess. I don't know, some tropical, digital, metaverse world. <laughs> Dr. Chima and Lindsay, then Mr. Uwe. Yeah, I'm going to go with the, the second beat. Um, the first beat, I thought, maybe had some uh, mixing issues. It's difficult to tell, obviously, because it's... I like through Zoom as well, but like I thought the hi hats particularly stuck out to me when they first started. They they because with a beat, right? It should it should take you into the whatever that emotion is, right? Of whatever the the beat is trying to convey. But all I could think of was the hi hats seemed very very present, and I was like, why did you pick those particular hi hats? You know what I'm saying? So um, the second one. Uh, you know, I felt felt more complete. You know, what I mean, it felt like more finished, felt more more open as well for me. So I'm gonna have to go with the second one. Who was the second one again? What was it called? Loaded. I don't have the name of the track, but it's uh, the producer's name is Loaded. Loaded. All right, big up Loaded. You're my beatdown podcast winner this week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, Mr. Uwe. Yes, I agree number two loaded all the way um the first the first one was again started off okay it was ready for more and then i felt the transitions were really a bit too abrupt and coming into it i didn't have any feeling i just was wondering where it was going couldn't really feel the vibe of you know and then it just started to feel repetitive and really easy to make i, I was just imagining making it really quickly so, <laughs> there you go like, like me thinking about that the hi-hats yeah i was thinking like yeah. i can imagine picking those hi-hats and then thinking and like just nah. the levels the levels were a bit yeah but i'd have to listen again to give a, a more proper uh, review but then the second one immediately i knew where it was going i've heard that kind of beat before it gives you a feeling you're like oh yeah we could easily pop a vocalist on here or a rapper and it would like you said it felt finished, ready to go. Okay, who wants this? I'm selling my beat, and who can pop something vibing on it? So, but yeah, I'm definitely going with number two. And like Yvonne, I felt yeah, beachy, clean, kind of cool breeze. Got the shades on, you know. It's number over. two, everybody. That's three to nothing. You can buy these beats if you hit the producers on the links below. What's up, Mr. Uwe? What do you got? Um, I echo the same sentiment. I mean, I prefer the second beat. Um, the f I'll start with the first. It was because what you said. <laughs> I didn't like that overused, distorted bass. It just irritated me a little bit. And then I didn't think of an artist straight away. And then what Lindsay said earlier, like you, um, on the second beat, you kind of you can you, you can notice that there's some space for a vocalist to ride out the beat quite nicely and. The second beat made me think about which artists will jump on there. First of all, I was thinking Chima. I thought, now that's too close to home. And then, I, and then I was like, oh, Lupe probably could sit on this quite nicely as well. 
and then the first one, I was, uh, then it brought me to the first one. I was like, oh, well, which one is, who's going to sit on this? And I thought maybe that really annoying nasally Drake voice would sit on it. Like, like that, you know, like, oh, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but like, um, yeah, that part, but he can do I mean, some good hey, he's songs. Canadian guys. All right. Yeah, no. <laughs> hey, I love Canada, man. And Seth Rogen. What up? <laughs> right on. So we got four. It's a unanimous decision on the second beat. So uh, sorry, Nuclear. We got four beats from Nuclear. So we're going to pull up a different one maybe for next week. Um, so uh, load it. What up? What up? So off to the roots real quick. We got to get uh, Mr. Uwe out of here quick as possible. These are both roots beats. This is, this is a slammer, though, this first one. <laughs> And them seeds is dressed funny like a leprechaun. I chop rappers up like chicken Szechuan. Sell a squad's off like a slave auction. Hey, yo, my zodiac sign read caution. On stage, I make the seed to an off on. Yo, my age and algebraic equation. Niggas want some, I hit them with a portion. Son of fifth awesome, armed at the door, son. And military dice, war quick, draw, son. You don't want no more, son, that's when more come. And drag a nigga, every avenue to all gun, y'all all done. Ladies and gentlemen, select a weapon at the gate upon entering. Instrumental and spark shit. The niggas try to talk shit. We hit them like the LS60 in the market. South Philly clip a hole into a nigga pocket. Take sneaks, chains, and rings and bracelets. Flip back this like we the therapist. Adrenaline, fit my terrorist. Once, Once again. again. Ebony. I swear solemnly that I forever rock steadily. People want to know a Malik. He right next to me, the weaponry. The secret recipe, hard to peep this. Deep shit shows I eat with. Contaminated thoughts I walk the street with. I bayonet cassettes and chop beats with. This Olympic lyricism you can't compete with. Globe traveling, throwing your verse like a javelin. Things fall apart and MCs unraveling. Backstage whispering to management like change the order. It's no way that we can rock after them. My man swore the throw like what's happening. From the latest high eight it's the roots back again. Your crew practice in a cast this natural blend. They packages read care when handling this old soft shit. Batteries not included with. Matter of fact, your whole front's a reenactment. I blow your bossy ass into fragments. P5D, the New Testament. My specialist, what? Black door. I represent the Fin Dynasty. Lyrical click. 100% done. Malik B. I represent the P5D. Gorilla click. 100% done. All right, I'm going first. I'm going first. I'm going first. I'm not going first. Dr. Chima's no, Naz is going first. Mr. Uwe, then we go to Lindsay, then we go to the professional side of the game with Dr. Chima, then I'll go last. What's up? Okay, so in short, I mean, 
much love to Canada. You know, I felt bad about what I said earlier. <laughs> I don't want to hurt your feelings, <laughs> but um, you know, I do I, love Canaan, totally, Delhi. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Canada is much bigger than Drake, bro. Come on, <laughs> and Cardinal Fisher. He's you know he's one of our. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure it is. I'm not sure it is. Who's what? Let's say be what? honest. Drake is Drake is huge. Well, hip hop wise, yeah, but, you know, yeah, no, not just hip hop wise. Canada, Canada has Jordan Peterson. Anyway, Naz, <laughs> track two, track two. It just took me to space. It took me to Chima's background, and this the delivery on the track, um, just back and forth. It was fire, and then the chorus took it up an octave, and it's just like yo, like you pushed it to heights. We keep talking about heights and space, but that's really where it took me. Um, I'm trying to be really sh- uh, quick in my response, <laughs> but in short, I love the second track. Right on, Lindsay. What do you got for us? Love both of them, but the second track, the lyricism, so bad, yes. so good. And the second track, I was thinking party mode. Like I was just imagining such a good party. You're in it, and everybody's in it totally vibing and also how great that would be to see live on stage mm. rap me just oh so good but the first one i loved the first one as well I'm just it's more of a daytime hip-hop for me the first one so <laughs> there you we sit, go you're sitting on the fence then is that what's up <laughs> well i know nah, she voted for two yeah, I'm going for two. Yeah. You're allowed to sit on the fence because Dr. Chima sits on the fence all <laughs> okay. the fucking time. All right. Good to know. Dr. Chima, what do you got? Uh, I, for me, I'm going to have to go with once again, get, get, once again, get, get, once again, get, 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 adrenaline. Once again, adrenaline is hot. Rappers hide their face like ostriches. We're not even talking about, we're not even talking about. Lyrics here, lyrics. right? No, no. I'm, to- I'm talking about the beat, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And for me, uh, I-, I feel like it's not this isn't even really a fair battle because that second track that, that is that from an earlier project, they're both from the same album. Oh, is it? Yeah, they're both from Things Fall Apart 1999. Yeah, well, that just goes to show that just goes to show that i have that album i've listened to that album and i recognized adrenaline straight away but when you dropped that tune i was like yeah i sort of know this tune but was this from an earlier album now this is this is not me hating on 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 that song but i think it's just a personal preference thing i'm quite a like bright i'm quite into like bright happy music i'm i'm not that into like spacey like the, the 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 weird bass tone in it as well to me is almost a bit discordant to my ears. Um, just on a just on a beat level, if someone came to me and played me adrenaline beat and was like, "Yo, Chima, rap on this," or play me the second one, I would go for the first one. Just me personally, I, I felt like I love that in the back, and then like every you know, there's dang dang dang. It just like builds each time, you know what I'm saying? It's just, just powerful. But that's just me. So I, I, I'm going for adrenaline. Right on. That's my vote. You have to, you have, you have, you, you decide whether or not it's a draw, or whether. It's, it's hard. What's the second track called anyway? It's hard. 
100% Dundee. 100%. Yo, on these 73 keys, the ivory in your ebony. I swear solemnly that I'll forever rock steadily. People want to know what Malik, he right next to me, the weaponry. When he says change the order, there's no way that we can rock after them. Man, man come on, man. You already know which one I like. So, um, Mr. Uwe, can we have you for another, like, four minutes to get this last last one in, or you got to go? I really got to go, boys and girls. All right, we'll let you go. We'll catch you next time, sir. Thank you for joining us today. We appreciate it. Much love to Mr. Uwe. Check him out at uwe.eats, Mr. Instagram people out there. And uh, we're going to get this last beat in. I, I put I put this um, Master Ace up for him because I know he's biased against Master Ace anyway, so he was going to pick Master Ace no matter what. So it's good that we get him the funk out of here. Oh, Peace to him. Just play it. Just play it. I'm in the background. Just play it. Nope, nope, nope. Bye. 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 <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> so um I'm picking 100% Dundee. I mean both of these beats are absolutely devastating and um but just this one just makes me it just hits me more on an emotional level. I'm not a rapper so I understand what you're saying about you you feel uh, a greater attachment to that first track but um it's a great beat. Like, both beats are ridiculously hot, man. Both of those beats are fire. Like, this is fire. Like, this is a great beat. That's why I pick it. Every beat I pick is the shit. But it's like, which one is doper, right? It's hard to say sometimes. And that's why sometimes I'm like, I want to strip the lyrics out and just... Like, when he says, I chop rappers up like chicken Szechuan, like... This, Man, come on, man. These lyrics, this black thought. That like, that's why I had to put black thought against black thought. Because I can't put some whack ass rapper with a dope beat up against black thought. Because the first thing you're gonna think is like, <laughs> black thought is destroying this track. So I like both beats. That's tough. I think I might have to pull a Chima, but I'm really leaning. Nah, you, you chose 100% Dundee one. That's fine, bro. I'm listening to them both again, so. But like, I'm, I'm so I'm so the seed of doubt in in everyone's mind. I can see that. <laughs> so I hear you. I hear you. Musically, it probably would be for somebody that raps like yourself. This track would be better suited. Whereas this one is harder to rap onto. So in my opinion, and this is not this is nothing to take away from your lyrical prowess, but you have to come with something very specific to fit this. And then your style doesn't fit this. So you know what I'm saying? So it's like you like you would be like, what is it? it's like it's like when uh Slaughterhouse used to get them whack ass Eminem beats, and I'm like, why y'all rapping on these beats? Like these beats don't fit Slaughterhouse, like these beats are okay, but not for you. So anyway, I like Dundee, man. This is the shit, man. This is my shit. Yeah, it's, it's quite abstract, I would say. It's more ab the other yeah. one's a bit more conventional, isn't it? Yeah. All right, so we got one more beat that we're going to get in. I actually got a video. So if you're watching this, um, too bad, because you need to go over to the audio podcast and listen to this and uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to your podcast, we're there. This will be there. But if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, which we don't even really mess with that much because YouTube hates when we play these tracks, um, 
you're going to miss out because we're going to play a video on this one. So we'll catch you guys when we catch you guys next time. So follow us at Beatdown Pod because we're not coming back after this. Peace. Right. So um, let me share a screen with Chaw and then we can get this last beat going. So we got Master Ace and who did I say? Joey Badass. Where's my share screen option here? I got my glasses on. I can't see shit. There we go. They say money is the root of all evil. I say it's the root of all people. Cause at the end of every day, no matter a black, white, or blue collar worker, we still share the same common search for that paper trail. Money ain't a thing if I got it, I got it. Money ain't a thing if I got it. Money, money, money. Before the money, there was love. But before the money, it was tough. They came the money through a plug. It's a shame this ain't enough, yo. Sitting back plotting, jotting information on my nation. Really started from the bottom, boy, cotton. But they still planted plantations. We keep buying it. Close minded men. Products higher than the prices on your products and Balenciagas. Balance my saga with the Henniagua. Me and my nigga trying to eat you pussies and banana. The flow like plenty lava with just a penny. I can multiply my wolf and make you work for me for 20 hours. I swear these niggas love to copy. Thanks for listening. Nigga, they been the same since Biggie smacked me at my christening. Watch what you dishing in. Please play your safe. Cause your position on the top is switching right in front your face. Rocking wide in space with rhymes, I'm busting now. Keep ducking down, got some missiles now. Headed for your house, so put the pistols down. Got that red dot on your nose. Who put the clown out like jaws like a blue nose? Foes, keep your mouth closed so you can see the soap. No, Young black intelligence, this is not a first, but it feels like a curse and it weighs like, like an elephant. Heavy on my mind cause I feel so irrelevant. Heavy on my heart, like I'm smart for the hell of it. Heavy on my soul as I stroll through the villa again. Stranded on this island. Feel like I'm Gilligan. Yeah. Friends got jail and then they got bail. Yeah. Stressed that I'm under, I just wonder where they kill again. Please understand that I'm living in the concrete. Younger will I stumble as they crumble under my feet. In the building lobby, see my man Bobby. Puffin' on the joint, that's the point when I eyes me. Ask what's the weight on the books and my knapsack. He's so amused, I'm confused why he asked that. Then I understand the motive and the plan. He's trying to be the man while I stand getting laughed at. Dudes got jokes, but very little hopes. That's why they try to bring me down like a halfback. But I got balance, my mom's made a promise. If I get the grades, I'll be praised like Thomas. Clarence, but I don't know if law's in my future. Cops in the war and they'll sure try to shoot ya. All I wanna do is get a B in geometry. Lose my virginity and live my life trauma free. Sick. As I sit and count these clouds, I shall hope my mom is proud of me. Why be I? Why be I? Why be me? Why be me? If I fly, if I fly, they gon' see. They gon' see. I might die. I might die. But I'll be free. But I'll be free. So why be I? Why be I? Why be me? Why be me? Young black intelligent. 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 Young black.
penny for your thoughts, a nickel for your dreams, a dime for your Right. So uh, I'll go first and we'll pass it. No, actually, we'll let ladies go first this one and then I'll go and then we'll finish it off with the doctor. What do you got, Lindsay? All right. So again, I like both. I like both very much. Um, I love the repetition of the lyric, young, black, intelligent. And the second one, I think it's just, it's just so, it gets you in the video watching at the same time. Um, yeah, the, the B, the both, both. I don't know, I'm having trouble with this one. <laughs> but yeah, I really like Joey Badass and he's just really delivering the message. Just, it just, you can feel it again, like in your bones with what he's saying. So I think I have to go with number two. Number two. Wow. Did I say I was going to go after you and uh, let Chima go last? Um, I have to agree. Look at Spy Master Flex over there sneaking in, still listening, but not participating on the Master Ace. <laughs> and the sample, too, in the second one. Just going to interject with that. Yeah. I, I think the second one has a lot more going on. I think the second beat everyone can rap on this i think everybody can be drop verses on this beat no matter what type of hip-hop you do i think pretty much everybody should be able to put something to that which makes it a very nice universal beat which is a good thing because a lot of beats that are reused which i was gonna do tonight because i had the loonies i had five on it and then then Dr. Chima and them started doing all kinds of shit in the chat room while I was trying to mix the beats, literally while I was mixing shit for tonight's show. And then Chima's dropping five on it. And then I had to crash that shit for the night. So, um, but for me... So can I just clarify, were you going to play that, the that version of Looney's I Got Five on it from the Us film? I'd I, did, I don't know if it was that version. Ah, uh, okay. They, that beat. I didn't. I couldn't listen to what y'all's because y'all was really going at it. Ah, okay, yeah, no problem. Shit, so I wasn't really. I couldn't focus on both because I had a time. They say money is the shit sorted, but um, for me, black, white, blue collar worker. I enjoy the second beat. I feel like I can really chill out to that second beat. But I think this beat has more of an urgency to it. And when I hear it, it makes me listen harder. And it makes me feel like there's something really impactful that's happening or maybe even being said more than the first one or the second one. Yeah, I'm... Again, like I said, with the beats from the producers that sent their beats in, I like everything that I play. I like all these beats. I don't pick a beat I don't like. If I don't like it, I'm not listening to it. So I won't have anything to compare it against because I don't like it. So... I'm going with this beat. I'm going with the Joey Badass beat. I think maybe for me it's probably just because the video is making me feel a certain way about it. And it's adding an element of that guy just lost his Jordans to do, right? You know, so I feel this is New York. Something is happening. This shit's happening right now in a Brooklyn borough somewhere. And this guy's getting ready to come rob the drug dealer or try to, you know, I understand all that. So, um, 
not that I grew up in the hood or no shit like that, obviously, but um, I like them both for different reasons, but I'm going for the first beat, Doctor. It's a really good point about the agency, I just have to say. Yeah. See, for me, I, 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 I subtract points from Master Ace because I know the sample. Okay. Dilla, Dilla used this sample on, I think it was on The Shining. Mm. Mm, yeah. So when I hear that straight away, I'm like, can you do that? I feel like you can't really do Like, you know, we're from an era of hip hop where it's like, you can't, you can't, re can't really do that. So it's like, oh, for me, I'm not saying the beat's not dope. Obviously that sample is sick. Fucking Jay Dilla flipped it. You know what I mean? Like, come Do you on. What the name of the track was? I think it. I think it's Lo maybe Love Jones. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. 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 Wait for the horns. There. So I slowed it down a bit, added a little bit to it, take a little bit away. I think it was just an intro, though, wasn't it? I think it switches yeah. into something else. Yeah, this is just it's a one minute. One. Yeah. yeah, this is just one minute track. Yeah. So, but I mean, much. I, I that's not to take away. I'm not saying like Joey Badass wins by d default. I actually think that Joey Badass tune is sick, bruv. And uh, I think that the beat is sick as well. Like you said, like wh whenever you can make music with just like one note and it, it not whatever it is and it not sound repetitive it, it like hold your attention and drag you into the situation i always find that kind of like even more skillful than than you know some fucking musical genius playing a million notes you know what i mean and and <laughs> oh, i wonder who you're talking about <laughs> i'm not i'm not talking i'm not talking about anyone i'm not, i'm just talking about generally it's like one of my favorite beats ever is flavor in your ear by craig mack bang Bang, that's it. That's all the beat is for like, and then just like ambience, you know what I mean? And like just a sick drum and, and well mixed, you know what I'm saying? So like, because this is, we're talking about beats here. We're talking about beats. And actually often the more, sim the, the, the simpler it is, the more effective it is in, in you know. Ooh, this beat. And just some fucking siren in the background, bro. Like, what the fuck? That's a beat. Anyway, yeah, no, jo the Joy Badass beat was sick, bruv. And, and, and his raps were sick as well. I, I massively underrate Joey Badass. He's definitely one of the best. Um, like, because he's not even really new now, is he? He's like 10 years, at least in the game. But I feel like everyone talks about Kendrick. Everyone talks about uh, J. Cole. But I feel like Joey Badass is, is as good, if not better, in terms of every time I hear a track from him. 
You know what I'm saying? Every time someone plays me some shit from him, I'm like, why don't I listen to this guy more? You know what I mean? Mm. Like I'll, I'll go out and I'll listen to Kendrick's album just because he is the number one rapper, J. Cole, Drake, the same thing. But I won't go out and listen to, to Joey Badass, even though every time I fucking hear his shit, I'm like, this guy is killing it so much harder than, than any of these 2010 rappers. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, I'm going for, for Joey Badass on, on the beat front anyway, on the beat front. Right on. So uh, I just got a text message in the chat here from uh, Mr. Uwe, who was listening on the down low. He says, love Master Ace, but this goes to Joey. That was. Oh, shit. He went for Joey as well. (laughs) So it was a uh, unanimous decision. It was a absolute slaughterhouse of uh, of of the beats for that one today. yeah, I mean that was that was a tough one today for me to try and find something to put up against either one of those beats. You know, a lot of times I really I hear something like I can hear like the first ten seconds of something and it'll make me think of something else, and then I'll go and get that beat. Um, the the beat that I was trying to put something against today uh, I didn't end up doing because I don't remember what happened. I, you know, I listened to it again and it just wasn't really hitting the way that it was hitting the first time I heard it. And it was, let me see if I can find it really, really quickly here, but it's slipping my mind. I can't do two things at once, but um, yeah. So that's a unanimous decision on that one. So we're going to get out of here unless y'all got something else to promote. Dr. Chima, we were supposed to do your damn video this week. I ain't getting no video. We didn't do it. We'll do it next week. It's my fault. Oh, good, bro. It doesn't. It, it doesn't matter. But I would like to promote my Halloween playlist. It is insane. It is actually insane. It's I'd, just go on Spotify. It's called Halloween Vibes. You know, go to my Spotify. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, what did you say? How do you spell your vibes? I think just normally V I B E S. <laughs> I, I've put it as an artist pick on my Spotify page. So if you go on my Spotify page and my Halloween play, if you want some songs to put you in the Halloween mood, and don't worry, Thriller by Michael Jackson is not on there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I try. I was trying to take a, a more left field approach. Go check out this playlist because I was listening to it today and I was. Just, I don't see it because I'm in Chima Anya. Artist it, playlist. Um, is it not at the top? Art, artist pick. No, yeah, I see it. I see it. I, I don't. It know. says it says Halloween vibes, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire. It's Maybe Mr. Strings and spooky songs. That's it, bro. I came up with that quick. I I, <laughs> I might change the I, I might change the title of the playlist to a hip hop Halloween. Maybe what? I might change Are you it. You in the photo? With the what with the with the mask? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's me. You can't oh, yeah. see me. You can't yeah. see that, bro. It's amazing. It's oh, there it amazing. is. There it is. There it is. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, the the, the playlist is is dope, and there's some interesting songs on there. You know, what I'm saying, including a cover of um, uh, Bonnie and Clyde. You know, Eminem, oh, nice. Bonnie, Bonnie and Clyde by by Tori Amos. Mm. I don't know the Tori Amos one. The Tori Amos one. It, do you know the song? Uh, um, Bonnie and Clyde by uh, Eminem. Do you remember the the what it's about? I don't listen to Eminem. He's from Det- he's from Detroit, man. I mean shit. 
so's King Gordy. I don't listen to King Gordy either. And so's Cash Doll. I don't listen to her neither. Don't come at me because I know she's friends with my cousin. Don't, don't. Okay. I'll, Throw, I'll some Throw some more. Throw some more. <laughs> yeah yeah that, that so i'm i've been a bit loose with the the because if the basically if the beat is spooky in a way which a lot of like this lean this lean enhanced hip-hop is then i'll throw it on there you know what i mean just for some different vibes you know just like a little thing but the tori amos version basically 97 bonnie and clyde is the okay. the song that eminem eminem did where he's talking about He's talking to his daughter um, uh, because he's killed his 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 baby mother and she's in the trunk. And um, basically, Tori Amos did a cover in back in like 2001 or whatever. You know what I mean? Because that song came out in 99. And she tells the story from the perspective of the woman in the trunk. The trunk. Oh, okay. No, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that. Trip. Bro, it, bro, it is when I say it, it's fire. And when you think about like the whole conversation about domestic violence and how 20 years ago she came up with that, I'm like, that's that's artistry to me anyway. And 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 the way the thing sounds as well, the thing is just completely horrifying to listen to. So <laughs> And like, listen to the playlist, man. There's so many like gems. Yeah, I'm like looking that. at a lot of these tracks I'm familiar with. We did uh, Large Professor. We did this track, I think, on on one of the shows. Um, I don't know. We did Quiet Storm. I'm always a big pun fan. Um, I like how you, you end with The Doors, The End. Creep is one of my drunken karaoke songs by Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> um there was another track on here that I really fuck with. Where'd it go? Monsters in my workout playlist, actually. Kanye West and uh Bring the Pain is in mine. Minaj, <laughs> uh, Jay-Z. Yeah. So um yeah, that's what's up, man. I appreciate everybody for joining me today. I appreciate everybody out there for listening. If you're watching, I uh, appreciate if you go over to the audio segment of your life and follow us on Amazon Music, uh, tune in radio stitcher. iHeart, Amazon, Podbean, wherever, and download, listen, subscribe, rate, review, all that great stuff. Lindsay, you got um, an Instagram that you can shout out to these people so we can send some love your way. Yeah, music Instagram, L W Keys, E L L E W K E Y Z. That's what's up. Give her some love, you guys. Go out there and follow her stuff. She makes music. Uh, she's from Canada, so if you like uh, <laughs> uh, hockey and estero, uh, how would you how would you describe your music? How would I describe my music? Um, hmm. I would say piano, ethereal, hip hop vibes. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, do you do you rap as well? Oh, well, I do, not in my own music. No. Okay, not on your tracks. <laughs> not on my tracks. That's the missing element. See, that's what you Maybe need. Maybe that's something to be doing, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it can do anything, right? For sure. Like, people love people love experimentation. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we'll get uh, there. We'll get there. <laughs> cool. I, I look forward to checking it out. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Jim. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. We see ya.
Mr. Uwe is still, still sitting over there listening to us, probably doing his homework. So yeah. um, thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to hit up the new Instagram channel uh, that we set up a couple weeks a couple weeks ago, muting myself for some reason, uh, at Beatdown Pod. And that's it. We're out. Peace. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.